You're listening to the 122nd edition of the Bitochen Podcast, and we continue in the Pasuk. This is in chapter 25, verse 2. Hashem, I trusted in you. I will not be embarrassed. Let my enemies not rejoice over me. So he brings here a Medrash Shechertayv, which I've heard from my Rosh Hashiva a few times. Really beautiful Medrash. It says like this. Or there's a different gear, to Kesarin. There's a particular story that happened in Kesarin. There was a particular famous person who had a name in, the, in that place. There was another person there, people passing through there. He found a particular person who was staying, who was visiting. And it seemed like he had done something wrong, and they, and they caught him. The, the, <coughs> the shotrim, the policemen caught him. So this person said, he didn't want to get caught, so he said to the people, don't hit me, don't strike me. I'm a person who's uh, one of the members of the household of the king. As soon as they heard this, when they heard that he was a member of the king's household, they left him alone. Shamru out of Boker, but they kept him incarcerated till the morning. In the morning, they brought him to the king's house. And they said, They said, We found this particular person who is one of the members of your household yesterday. So the king said to him, Do you do you know me, my son? Meaning the king didn't king didn't recognize this person. He said, No. So he said, So what do you mean that you're one of the members of my household? He said, Please, I'm really not one of the members of your household. He says, Please, Master King. I trusted in you. I trusted in you that you would protect me. If not for the fact that I said this, so they would have struck me. So the king said, since he trusted me, let him go. This is what King David says. Hashem, my God, I have trusted in you. That's what it means in our verse. Hashem, I trusted in you. Let me not be embarrassed. Even though perhaps my relationship with you is not as great as I would like it to be. I'm not considered a Ben Bias. I'm not considered somebody who is a member of your household. But still, let me not be embarrassed. Let my enemies not rejoice in my downfall. Not only is this true of myself, says David HaMelech, in the next passage it says, all those who hope to you. Lo yevoshu. Let them not be embarrassed. Let those who defy you, let them be embarrassed. But those who trust in you, let them not be embarrassed. He brings here another note. That the Re'em says, Okay, 
when we trust in Hashem, even though we don't deserve it perhaps, Hashem will let us go free, so to speak. Even though I don't have good deeds. Even a person who is wicked, he's not serving Hashem properly. But if he trusts in Hashem, so he's still his trust will work. And that's why in the marshal, since he trusted in the king, he said, I'm a member of the king's household, even though he wasn't. But the fact that he trusted in the king was enough for the king to help him out. And, you know, one of the things that Rosh Hashiva says, Rabbi Peres says, is that it's like someone who knocks on your door in the middle of the night, and they say, assuming it's not a scary person or a dangerous person, they say, I have nowhere else to go, please, please do you help me. So, you're going to help the person out, that's just a natural thing. You want to help the people who need help. Hashem also, He helps us. When we need help, because we need help, Hashem helps us. Now, I want to tell you a little story. You see my background is a little bit prettier than other times. I'm in Yerushalayim right now in Jerusalem in the, in the park, in the, in the Ganachayot, the zoo, the Tanakhi Zoo. And with my family, we're on vacation. And this morning, I dive in at the Kotel. And I was zeichet to meet a few different people. One of them is a, a, a family father of the family's name is Gilad and he was so excited to see me and he comes up to me and says your song Birushalayim inspired me to be here right now and he started telling me about how he has what he calls super bitachin right we've spoken about different levels of bitachin we talked about ishtadlis we talked about when a person has to put in efforts when a person can can leave the efforts on the side and Hashem will just do it for him so he referred to the altar of, of, of Novartik's bitachin as the bitachen, super bitachen. And in so doing, so he said, he was telling me how, because of the song, Yerushalayim, so he was inspired. He and his family, they live in America. They're not wealthy people, but they wanted to be able to come to Eretz Yisrael, to visit Eretz Yisrael. And the song, Yerushalayim, was playing over and over. And he's a Talmud of, of uh, Reb Shaya Kohn, of Priority One, who's a big Babi Tachan, talks about Bitachan all the time. I remember hearing him talk about Bitachan 25 years ago. And he's a Talmud of his, a Talmud of his sons. And he said, I'm going to go for the big Bitachan, the super Bitachan. And indeed, it worked out that he was able to get tickets for very, very cheap for his entire family to Eretz Yisrael. Like I said, he's not a wealthy person, but he was able to to get these tickets, they were on sale for $200, one-way ticket to Tel Aviv, and then he got tickets on points somebody else gave him on the way back. A whole, even the place where he's staying, it was a amazing Ashkacha Pratis, amazing Ashkacha Pratis, and super bitachen, super bitachen without Ishtadlis. And he was able to do this, it's an amazing thing. And what was even more amazing to me, first of all, is that I got to hear about this story, but second of all, that I got to find out firsthand about how the song, my song Yerushalayim, had an effect on him. It gave him, as he said, ga'aguim, a desire to want to be in Eretz Yisrael and to, to have a focus and a, and a desire and to have super bitachin to get to Eretz Yisrael. And so, 
I say to you all, we can get to Eretz Yisrael. Now he brings from the Tanah de Be'el Yisrael. This is what Hashem said to call Yisrael. Do those who deny the Torah, do they have the ability to give to those who serve them food and drink, even in this world? Excuse me. Certainly in the world to come. I took you, Hashem says, I took you to me because everything is mine. There's no human being who owns everything and really has the ability to guarantee that you're going to get what you need. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu, everything is my creations. A third of the day, I sit and I learn. That's what it says. Hashem is speaking. A third of the day, I, I sit and I judge. And a third of the day, I spend on giving tzedakah, giving charity, making sure that all those who need things are taken care of. All of their, all of their uh, physical needs are taken care of. It's called all of my creations that I created in the world. Hashem, trust in Hashem forever. Why? Because Hashem created the worlds, right? Both worlds, this world and the next world. Which means Hashem wants us to survive and to thrive and to succeed in this world and also in the next world. That's why I say, says the Tan That's why I say, whoever has trust in Hashem will not be embarrassed forever. Shenemer. My God, I trusted in you. I won't be embarrassed. Hashem also promises through his prophets. Blessed is the person who trusts in Hashem, Hashem will be his trust. And you will be refreshed. When he's in a time when there's famine, he won't be worried. Pasuk says, in it's the continuation of the Pasuk, it's in chapter 17, verse 7, Jeremiah. He, he won't be embarrassed, he'll continue to create fruits. And when we trust in Hashem, we have all of our needs taken care of. We have what we need in this world. And we have what we need in the next world. We won't be embarrassed. Right? That's, this, that's our Pasuk. I don't have to be worried. Hashem spends a third of His day worrying about us. Worrying about our needs. Worrying about making sure that the guy who has super bitachin gets that cheap flight, gets Teretz Yisrael, has a, has a car set aside for him, has a has a, an apartment set aside for him in Yerushalayim because he wants to be in Yerushalayim. Unbelievable. He brings now the Zoyar. And I'm going to read the Hebrew translation of the Aramaic. Another explanation of the verse, it says, Trust in Hashem forever. Who? Who? 
all of the days of a human being needs to strengthen himself with Hashem. A person who places his trust in Hashem completely as is appropriate, no one can have a negative impact on him forever. Right? If we place our trust in Hashem in the world, if we place our trust in this world in Hashem, let's say it correctly, if we place our trust in Hashem, so then we have a kiyum in this world. We have a continuous source of, of sustenance. My time, huh? Because the world comes into existence through Hashem's name. Hashem gives life to this world. Hashem gives life to this world. So come back to the Pasuk that we're learning together. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid of being embarrassed. If we trust in Hashem, the whole world is His. Everything belongs to Him. This is what He cares about. He cares about us. He cares about taking care of us. We need not worry. Now He brings the Redak. I trusted in you and not anyone else. That's why I'm davening to you. I shouldn't be embarrassed. We're saying to Hashem, look, I'm having bitachon in you. And now because I'm having bitachon in you, you need to guarantee that that which I've asked for, that which I've trusted in you, that it's going to happen. You need to guarantee it. Why? Because the definition of bitachon is, it's a rule in reality. We trust in Hashem. Hashem has to. Hashem doesn't want us to feel embarrassed because of our bitachon. If you indeed give me what I asked for, I won't be embarrassed. There shouldn't be an embarrassment. There shouldn't be the sense of embarrassment. Right? And it's it's if you think about it, it's, it's sometimes hard to have super bitachon because we're afraid. Look, what if what if I don't get what I have bitachon for? And that itself shoots itself in the foot. We have to have full-on super bitachin if we want to be able to get what we need or, in this case, what we want. Brings the Yaivetz. I trusted in you, Hashem, not in my own strength. Let I not be embarrassed from that which I hoped. Let your name not be uh, the opposite of sanctified. And let, let it not be a chil, Hashem. Let it not be a desecration of your name through me. Because if you don't answer me, My enemies will say that those who trust in Hashem, He spits them out. Those who trust in Hashem, heaven forbid. Right? Let them not say that. Let them not say that. He brings here in the note. David HaMelech was praying, and he's an example for all of us, that that which he hoped should be fulfilled. So that there shouldn't be a chil Hashem. There shouldn't be a desecration of Hashem's name. In the Sefer, 
he continues and speaks about this at length, and he calls this the hope for Hashem's honor. Very interesting. Tikva, which means bitachen, it's another word for bitachen, having hope, having bitachen for Hashem's honor is a deeper level of bitachen than having hope and knowing Hashem is going to do me kindness. A person who is accustomed to helping somebody and then doesn't help him, if let's say a person decides, you know, I don't really want to help this poor guy anymore. He's a rich guy, he doesn't want to help the poor guy this time. It looks bad for him. What, you don't have, you don't have any money? You lost your money? Right, it could look bad for the guy. Now, Help us, the God of our salvation. Since you were accustomed to saving me, to helping me. There's an Indian here of the honor of your name. Don't help me, Hashem, because I deserve it. Don't help me because of any merits that I have. But there's an issue here of the honor of your name. That the nations shouldn't say, oh, he's helped them until now. God has helped Am Yisrael until now. But nah, it's not, he, doesn't, he doesn't care about them anymore. He doesn't have the ability, heaven forbid, anymore. There's a request. There's a request. Let my enemies now rejoice. Let them not say that Hashem doesn't have the ability, heaven forbid. It's very interesting. This Gemara in Pesachim, the end of the Mesechta, around there. The Gemara says that every time the Jewish people need a salvation, we say the Pasuk in Tehillim, Leilanu Hashem, Leilanu, which is in Halil. And whenever we say this Pasuk, Hashem, don't do it for us. Don't save us because of us, because we deserve it. But for your name, give honor to your name. And whenever we say this, Hashem responds and says, Lemani, Lemani I will do it for myself, for myself. Which means to say that it's an incredible thing, as we're, <coughs> excuse me, understanding here. Anytime we need a salvation, and especially in the times right before Mashiach, it doesn't look good, so to speak, for Hashem, for His honor, when He doesn't save us. So we say to Hashem, Save us for your honor, Hashem. Lailanu Hashem, Lailanu. Hashem, save us. Let us not be embarrassed, but deeper. Let our enemies not rejoice and say that Hashem no longer, heaven forbid, cares about His people. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.